When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, welcome to episode 62 of Gossip Column. Yes, the show which discusses who is going where in association with Loser Ball. As you should know the drill by now, 10 minutes of your time is all I need. In return, you get a big plate of juicy transfer gossip to start your morning. Thankfully, the voice is just about on the mend. It's full steam ahead today. And where should we start our transfer trail? Let's start it in Barcelona. However, the sort of conflicting reports regarding Antoine Griezmann. Because if you believe the Daily Mirror, they're saying that the, uh, the move for Griezmann is edging ever closer. It's been something of a transfer saga already. You know, the French international refusing to train with Atletico Madrid. Is player power going too far? You could say yes, it is. Um, however, the Mirror are saying that the uh, the club have now seen the activation of the release clause by Barcelona because they've paid enough money to get that ball rolling. But if you believe the sport paper in Spain, they're saying that's not the case. So it's literally flip of a coin stuff. Which one do you want to believe? Um, well, I don't know. Maybe you'd have to believe the sport paper because nothing's actually happening. It's just rumour and counter-rumour. This has been the perfect example. So nothing happening on the Griezmann front as yet in terms of a completed deal. But we live in hope, don't we? Staying in Spain now and Gareth Bale. Now, much has been made of the fact of whether he'll be off this summer. And if he is, what club will he go to? Because there's a lack of potential suitors. Uh, Manchester United has been linked as a target by Munich. Apart from that, there's no real club he could go to. I know there's a sort of romantic link back to Tottenham, but it all comes down to money and wages, doesn't it? So, with these options not forthcoming, Gareth Bale has now been training with Real Madrid again. It looks like he's going to try and force his way back into the first team plans. Maybe the penny has dropped of, actually, Gareth, there's nowhere for you to go, realistically. You know, do you really want to be playing golf for the next nine months? You know, obviously, it's not a bad way to uh, earn your wages, but at the same time, he's too good for those talents to be wasted. So, it looks like... Um, he's going to at least sort of do his best to get into the first team plans. Then again, with all the talent that Real Madrid and Zinedine Zidane now has at his disposal after this sort of new Galactico era, it is a question as to where Bale actually fits in. So, time will tell. There's still about a month or so to go of this transfer window, so it could be a length hour bid that finally comes to fruition for the Welsh International. But as things stand, Bale wants to be a Madrid player come the start of next season. At the start of next season, Newcastle could have a new manager. And that man could be Steve Bruce. Wow, that's not the news that Newcastle fans really want to be waking up to this morning, is it? I mean, like I say, he's had ex-Sunderland connection, which also makes you sort of persona non grata on time side. But if we're honest, if we're brutally honest, there's a real paucity of options available for Newcastle. Not because, you know, there's a lack of men available. It's just 
a lack of men that really want to work with Mike Ashley. You know, um, people like Steve Gerrard, Mikel Arteta, they've been sort of warded off. Sam Anadai says, thanks, but no thanks. You should never go back in football. He's absolutely right. That's what um, I sort of tend to believe. And I think he was never really um, endeared by the uh, Newcastle fans. So I think he'd only be um, taking a poison chalice there. Steve Bruce, obviously, he's actually Wednesday. Would like to get them up to the Premier League. But if someone offers him this sort of shortcut at Newcastle, then I think he's man enough to sort of take the uh, the pressures that come with it. So it's looking likely, bar an 11th hour switch of... Um, mindset from Steve Bruce that he will be the new Newcastle manager. Wow. Bruno Fernandes now, and both Manchester clubs have been handed a boost in their pursuits of the 24-year-old because um, Sporting Lisbon are reportedly closing in on a replacement, and that would free up Fernandes to go to either Manchester United or Manchester City. As for which one, well, I guess we'll have to wait and see on that front. Romelu Lukaku, now he's been linked with a move to Inter Milan. However, this morning, it says that Manchester United have begun negotiations with Roma, which is interesting. So it could be a move to Serie A, but it's not necessarily the club we first fought. And talking of Roma, they look like they want to be spending the money this summer because they've also been holding talks, supposedly, with Toby Alderweireld. Now, Toby Alderweireld has his £25 million release clause, um, which is sort of the sort of Damocles hanging over his head because it, um, I think clubs have got two weeks to activate it. If it's not activated by then, then obviously he stays on at Tottenham for the foreseeable future. However, obviously his contract then does run out at the end of next season. There's a, a sort of a difference in opinion as to whether he should just see out his time at Tottenham and if there's no new deal, then so be it. Obviously, people would love him to sign a new contract. Um, people don't really want him to see him go. I mean, if he went to Roma, it wouldn't be to a Premier League rival, but it would be still a huge blow to Tottenham's pre-season preparations. But um, I guess it boils down to whether he actually wants to go to Roma or whether he feels it's a big enough switch from Tottenham. I mean, um, it's been mooted that he'll go back to Ajax at some point. That might be if he stays one more season at Tottenham. Um, who knows? It's, it's fingernail time at Tottenham because they don't really want to lose Toby Alderweireld. But this clause is going to be the real sticking point. It's also not good news for Arsenal as Mariano Diaz has said he's not interested in joining the Emirates outfit. I mean, to be honest, it's not what Arsenal really need, so I don't think it's going to be sort of a too much of a body blow to Unai Emery. Um, like I say, you know, they've got a paucity of money compared to all the other top six clubs, and I don't think really spending what little they have on Mariano Diaz is going to solve their problems, especially when you consider that Lauren Koscielny doesn't want to play for the club either. So player power is really rearing its ugly head. However, Arsenal do fancy Danny Sebelos on loan, um, which could be a thumb in the eye for Tottenham because um, he's supposedly been having talks with the white half of North London, but it looks like the red half of North London want to get in there first. Nothing's concrete yet, but it looks like they might try and scupper any move to Tottenham's new home. PSG, they're set to renew. They're interested in Adrissa Gay. It's a funny one, that. You don't really see him as a sort of PSG player, but I guess it's not all about superstars. You do need some players to sort of do the dirty work, and it could be that Adrissa Gay is that perfect protective shield for the likes of Neymar and Mbappe to surge forward. That is, if they're still at the club come the start of the season. But you can sort of see the logic. But, I mean, if you watch his Everton performances, you couldn't really see you know, him in a PSG shirt. You think, what has he actually done to uh, to sign for PSG? But, you know, football is a strange business. We all know that by now. Um, Ryan Kent is wanted by Rangers on loan there last season. However, there's a bit of a kibosh on that one because Jurgen Klopp is set to block any attempt for him to go back for another season. It's a bad news for Rangers. Stephen Bergwijn has told um, uh, Bayern Munich 
that he is um, interested in a move. However, Manchester United are also sort of sniffing around, so it could be a uh, two-horse race in the uh, race to sign his signature. Mario Lamina, he was linked with Manchester United earlier in the week. They have played down their interest, although Arsenal are still sort of sniffing around for the Gabonese midfielder. So not the news that Southampton want to hear this morning, but again, it's sort of monitoring with interest, but no one's sort of tabling any concrete bids, really sort of testing the water as to availability and all that. Callum Wilson mentioned earlier in the week that he's a target for West Ham and Everton. He's poised to sign a four-year four-year deal, which is good news for the Cherries. Um, he'd be looking around for sort of £50 million, but Bournemouth would be better getting him to put pen to paper. It's not all about money, is it? So um, good news on that front for the Cherries. Not so good news for Bournemouth, and that's that Ryan Fraser has been linked with Arsenal. And um, rather than sell him, Bournemouth would rather let him go on a free transfer at the end of this season. So... Um, I think they're sort of testing their own metal there. I mean, it's interesting, really. Can Bournemouth allow players of supposed value to go on a free? You know, sort of, you'd be looking at, I don't know, 30, 35 million. It's quite an asset to sort of just go, that's it, Ryan, off you go. Um, whether the sort of the Bournemouth chairman will uh, have that same idea, I don't know. But um, I think what this message is saying is they don't really want to cash in now. They're just happy to sort of keep him on the books. But obviously, that does come with a far bigger cost when we get to the end of this uh, coming season. So, an interesting one there. It might be um, sort of a plan B for Arsenal that if they don't get Wilf Sahar, they then might test Bournemouth's um, transfer capabilities and actually table a bid. And then they'll have to really weigh up, actually, do we really want him to go for free? Arguably not. So then there might be scope for him to move to Arsenal. So it all depends on Wilf Sahar. And interestingly, Wilf Sahar has um, not been pictured in the Crystal Palace away kit, which was launched early in the week. Now, I wouldn't get too excited. I think it's logic, really, because there's nothing worse than having a player in a kit launch, then moves, and then it sort of renders that kit launch out of date already. So I think it's just Crystal Palace covering all bases, not necessarily saying Wilf Sahar is leaving Crystal Palace. I think it's just common sense from the marketing department. So well done, the Crystal Palace marketing department. And that, I think, is about it for this morning. Yes, it is. So, with that said, it just leaves me to say that my name's Dan Tracy. This is The Real Football Cast in association with Loserpool. And until next time, goodbye. Podcast Network.